almost didn't make it, I almost didn't last. Why does the week go by so slow, the weekend so fast? But luckily the day's come to take my kids away. It's not Sunday, Monday, or Thursday, that's right, it's Friday, Friday. Tonight I'll party with my friends. Friday, Friday, today I know the weekend. So I'll get out of bed. And be to work all time. I'll give this day to the car, but the next two days of mine. And when my day's over and the final workout was passed, I'll go home, have a shot of Quero, the boss who can kiss my Friday, Friday. Tonight I'll party with my friends. Friday, Friday. Today I know the weekends. Friday, Friday. Yeehaw! It's Friday, bitches. Enjoy yourselves. Weekend is here, finally. Yeah, mid-50s, it looks like. In 60, 70, rain on Sunday, but, I mean, unseasonably crazy warm. Yeah, into the 60s tomorrow, into the 70s on Sunday, but rain likely on Sunday. So as much as we're excited about the temps, at least we'll be able to have the windows open, but it is going to be kind of wet and, and damp and moist and rainy outside. Lots and lots of stuff to get to. Shaw's back from his... One oh. day vacay. Uh, obviously, uh, we'll hear about his experience. I cannot wait to hear about that. Caitlin Clark. Yep. Uh, what else, man? We're just, we're loaded. Um, interesting facts about Minnesota on National Minnesota Day. Bad news, happy music later on. Doc will join us for the racing report at about 825. First day of March. First day of March. Lots of stuff to talk about. If you want to get in touch with us, you can visit rockmornings.com. That's rockmornings.com. Again, we'll get to Scott Robert Shaw and the Struts in just a couple of minutes. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. Shaw is back after taking yesterday off to recoup from that wonderful night of ladies basketball. Caitlin Clark, Iowa, beating the pants off of yeah. Minnesota, chanting for her in Minnesota's house. Right. Is that the deal? Is that what I heard? And there were a lot of uh, Minnesota fans there, but there were also a lot of Iowa fans there, and they were they were heard. So on Wednesday night, you went to the game. She passed Lynette Woodard, uh, and now she's 18 points away from Pistol Pete. From Pete Maravich's all-time college basketball scoring record, men's or women's. How was the experience? Yeah, tell us all about it. It was great. I mean, first of all, it was a sellout, as all of their games are on the road. And yeah. people aren't necessarily going to see Iowa play. They're going to see Caitlin Clark play. And she put on a show. Uh, I think she scored the first 13 points of the game, finished with eight three-pointers, a triple-double. Did she come out after she hit that last three-pointer? Because there was... Four and a half minutes left, and I'm assuming the game was in hand. But she came out with about two and a half to play. I okay, think. so the last one she scored was about four and a half, and right. then she played and then didn't score again until she came. Okay, gotcha. right. Uh, lots of little girls in the stands with their Caitlyn jerseys and T-shirts and their homemade signs. You know, I want mm-hmm. Caitlyn's autograph, and it was really kind of inspiring to see you know what she's done for college basketball, particularly, but you know, college sports in general. I would say, yeah, it's uh, you know. To, to use a, a modern term, representation, right? And and to be a young girl who maybe doesn't get a chance to see her favorite players on mm-hmm. TV or in person very often, and here's Caitlin Clark, bigger-than-life figure, out there uh, on the court, and, and and to see that representation must be it, it must be awesome, and especially from the eyes of a parent, right? I right. mean, you're there with your yes. daughter, and she finally Inspiring gets... Inspiring them to be great in whatever they choose to do. Yeah, that's that's got to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I'm glad you had a good time. How were the uh, how was the food and beverages? Was uh, everything okay up there yeah, in Minnesota? Oh, not good, huh? It wasn't great. You know, that's yeah, fine. We were a little bit rushed and uh, ended up eating at a noodles and company just to oh. put something in our gut before we went to the game. No Juicy there, Lucy? No, there weren't a lot of... We tried to get into a place called Stubborn Herbs, which um, is good, but that was packed. It was just absolutely crazy in there. So we just yeah. had to find some kind of food before we went in. Um, and I was surprised there aren't... You know, it's a Big Ten... It was on campus, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of bars. Uh, you know, not like in Madison, for example, where it's bar, bar, bar around all of the arenas mm. and so forth but uh so that was a bit of a struggle but it, it was fun good well i'm glad you guys had a good time and obviously walked out of there with a win and caitlin clark setting another mm-hmm. record and yeah now she's declared for the wnba draft so yeah this is yeah. her last year yeah she uh made it official yesterday uh in a statement caitlin clark disclosed she will enter the 2024 wnba draft uh, formally announcing that on social media yesterday uh all-time leading scorer in major women's college basketball could have Played for a fifth season because of the COVID year, but uh, decided to take her talents to the WNBA <laughs> wisely, right? Yeah. She, I mean, she has nothing left to prove at the college level. Well, and she's making plenty of money with the NIL yeah, stuff, Yeah, and that right? will continue even when she's in the WNBA. Right, You'll but, still see her in State uh-huh. Farm ads and Gatorade ads. and is, Cereal. Yeah. What's her major, do you know? I don't know, actually. Okay. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm assuming that she won't graduate. Then, if she has another year of eligibility, or maybe she—I think she's on pace to graduate. Yeah, I, yeah. Think okay. so I believe so. All right, so she will graduate. It's—I didn't know if it was one of those situations where you leave with you know a couple of credits left, like you know the Matt Liner type stuff, mm-hmm. where you go on to you know the full, and then you come back eventually finish to it finish up, it yeah. up. So, yeah. well, there was not quite a celebrity sighting, but uh, oh. my wife was uh, and her friend standing in line for the uh, bathroom at halftime of the game, and a woman came up to them and said, "Is this the line to the women's room?" And they said, yes. And it was Caitlin Clark's mother. Oh. <laughs> I said, Aww. you should have told her, no, this is the line for Caitlin Clark's autograph. Too. We're not worthy. <laughs> We're not worthy. Was there a little bit of that? I think so. Yeah. yeah. They didn't make a scene or anything, but. <laughs> Come on, man. You got one opportunity. You got to get a selfie at least. Oh, do you mind? Right? Yeah. I'm sure she gets it all the time. Well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. Thank Welcome you. back. Uh, you didn't really miss much. We, you know, we, we took care of everything Thank yesterday. You. We did talk a little bit about honey-do lists. Uh-huh. I didn't know if uh, we'll see if we've got time to, to reintroduce that today. I've got a lot of other stuff I want to get to, but um, obviously Scott Robichaud in the newsroom this morning for uh, all the news in, in three ways. What do we got? The largest wildfire in Texas history oh, has now killed two people and left behind a desolate landscape of scorched prairie, dead cattle, and burned out homes in the Texas panhandle in the hard-hit town of Stinnett. Devastating scenes played out as families returned yesterday after evacuating from the Smokehouse Creek fire. Stinnett's destruction was a reminder that even as snow fell yesterday, helping firefighters, crews are racing to stamp out the blaze because the coming days are forecast to bring increased temperatures and winds. The blaze grew to nearly 1,700 square miles, about the size of Rhode Island yesterday, and has now crossed into Oklahoma. This march will mark three years of bottled water deliveries to families on French Island whose private wells have been polluted by PFAS chemicals. Two lacrosse lawmakers are saying enough is enough, and they're backing new bills that would ban many uses of PFAS. Senator Brad Paff and Representative Jill Billings went to the Campbell Town Hall yesterday to talk about those bills. Paff says previous bills intended to reduce PFAS contamination have not been good enough. We need to make sure that we pass PFAS legislation that uh, protects the people and the uh, 
residents here in the town of Campbell, as well as residents around the state, through no fault of their own, have been impacted by PFAS in their water. If passed, the bills would also allow Campbell families to keep getting that bottled water to replace their tainted groundwater. 300 miles apart, on the bank of the same winding Rio Grande, President Joe Biden and Republican presidential frontrunner Donald Trump yesterday surveyed the U.S.-Mexico border. They then tussled from a distance over who is to blame for the nation's broken immigration system and how to fix it. Immigration has emerged as a central issue in the 2024 presidential campaign, each of the candidates seeking to use the border problems to their political advantage. A southern Minnesota congressman now has a potential challenger from the other party. Democrat Rachel Bowman of Rochester plans to run for the first district house seat held by Republican Brad Finstead. Bowman says she will campaign on economic and health care issues. She's a former state attorney for the Rochester area. Finstead is serving his first full term after succeeding Congressman Jim Hagedorn, who died from cancer two years ago. The first district runs the entire length of Minnesota's southern border with Iowa and includes La Crescent and Winona. Three-way with Shaw in the newsroom. It is National Minnesota Day. And much like we did with Iowa and Wisconsin, we'll uh, hook you up with some interesting facts about the land of 10,000 lakes. Ooh, this will be fun. A bit later on. Uh, Also, later, we're going to talk to our friend Phil from Wayland. They've got a new album coming out on March 15th and a new single that's uh, dropping today. So we'll talk to him. We'll play the single and uh, we'll also talk racing with Doc at about 825. Find out what he's been up to. Just busy, busy, man. We got a lot going on. So Mm -hmm. stick around. Coming up in a few minutes, we'll get to sports. Right now, it's the struts too good at raising hell. Rock mornings with Brian, Gene and Shaw. Faith no more with Epic on your rock mornings with Brian and Gene. NBA last night, the Bucks all over the Hornets, 111-99. That is their fourth win in a row, their sixth in their last eight games. Bucks look to make it five in a row tonight. No rest for the wicked. They're in Chicago against the Bulls. That game is at 9 o'clock on ESPN. Bucks, Bulls tonight at 9 on ESPN. Badgers, unranked, at home against number 13, Indiana. That game is tomorrow at noon on the Big Ten Network. Just three games left in the regular season for the Badgers before the tournament starts. Caitlin Clark, yes. as we mentioned earlier. Going to the big disclo- Yep, disclosing on social media that she's going to the WNBA after this season is wrapped up. Obviously, there's still one more regular season game and then the NCAA tournament for her. And uh, she's looking at setting the overall scoring record, men's and women's, of 3,667 points. That was set by LSU's Pete Maravich from 1967 to 1970. He played in just 83 games uh, in the days before freshman eligibility in college basketball. She needs 18 points to top Maravich and closes the regular season at home on uh, Sunday against Big Ten leading Ohio State. So it's not. Should be doable, right? Should be, but I mean, we're talking Ohio State, and there may be a sense of pride in not letting that record be on their, you know, a blemish on their, uh, you know, their resume. So we'll see. Uh, Pearl Moore, by the way, who played at Francis Marion from 1975 to 1979, is the AIAW small school slash overall record holder at 3,884 points. Obviously, Caitlin Clark's not going to get that. But uh, Maravich Moore and Lynette Woodard, who Caitlin Clark just passed earlier this week, all played before the three-point line was implemented in college basketball as well. So while she's got these records, it, it and it's great, it's still not as impressive as some of these other records because of what they did. Less games, no three-pointers, shorter period of time in college, all that stuff. Uh, The NFL reportedly testing optical technology to track first downs in multiple games. They did this apparently 
during the regular season and in the playoffs. They also did it at the Super Bowl. Uh, if approved and implemented, the technology would replace the long outdated and often criticized system of the sideline chain crews that, uh, of course, invites human error to the to the, the ball game. And we've seen the, you know, they go out there and they fold the card and they stick it in between the ball and the chain. And you're like, how is that le- like legitimate? How do you how are you measuring? I mean, come on, man. Elsewhere in sports, a judge uh, has upheld a decision requiring Cowboys owner Jerry Jones to take a paternity test as part of a legal dispute with a 27-year-old woman who says the billionaire is her biological father. A Texas judge earlier this week rejecting an appeal from Jerry Jones of a 2022 ruling in a paternity case brought by Alexandra Davis, who previously alleged in a separate lawsuit that she was conceived from a relationship Jones had with her mother back in the mid-90s. Now, obviously, if he becomes the dad, paternity test-wise, that means he cheated on his wife, and that may not be that big of a deal, but then he also fathered a child. child that he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if she's going for money, but you got to assume that's that's probably part of it, right? I mean, the guy's a billionaire, isn't he? Well, if that's her real dad. And last but not least, this was very funny. Charles Barkley for a long, long time has said that he doesn't want to be on social media, doesn't want to be on Instagram or Facebook or any of that stuff. Says that the people that are commenting on things on on social media platforms are, for the most part, living in their parents' basement. And then last night on the NBA on TNT, they found out that Barkley has finally gotten himself an Instagram account. And here is that exchange. Are you on Instagram? Uh, are you on Instagram, sir? Chuck is on Instagram. Seriously, are you officially on Instagram? I, I'm trying out social media. Oh, oh ladies and gentlemen, what is your handle? What is your handle? Oh, you said you were never going. For, I've, I've been here 12 years, and 11.9 of those years, you're saying I'm never going on social media. I'm so saying, why wait, the change? Because, wait, camera, what camera well? Because Instagram is for fools, and that social media is for dumbass, and people living in their basement. In their drawers. And now you're on it. <laughs> It's, it's for business purposes. What is, what, what's the name of your? Yeah, what's your yeah. handle, the name that you go by? Charles W. Barkley. W. So at Charles W. Barkley. Yes. So you're going to be sliding in people's DMs? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? You're going to be sliding in people's DMs. What's the W for? I, uh, wait, wait, fool. Okay, got it. Uh, Wait, you got to teach me how to slide. No, we ain't teaching you how to slide. And no, you DMs. learning how to slide in the DMs you would be the worst. Slide. That no, is no. the worst possible thing you could ever do hey, in your no. position. No, don't slide in nothing. Okay, I, I, you never slide. Can we ask what you think sliding in the DMs means? Well, you try to get somebody a message. Oh, well, yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. Give it up. Chuck right. to slide the DMs. Well, particularly, but particularly when they say sliding, it's more it's more thinking. I can't believe I'm explaining this one. This is great. <laughs> but it's particularly because you're sliding into the opposite sex. You're talking to them. Or if you're into the same sex. I All right, Chuck, too. how do you add something to your story? Ooh. I've never used it. I got some. Oh, you, wait, who's doing the posting? I've seen posts now. Uh, Montel and Eleanor. But you tell them what to post. You got somebody to post for you? Hell, no, it ain't real. It ain't, don't I don't know. I saw him swiping through real. No, I'm on, I'm going to get I, Vic, so, Victoria. I'm, Victoria. You post yourself, man. You well, post I, yourself. I, well, I'm, I'm learning, man. Okay. I've only had it for like a week. Can I, I give you one piece of advice? Buttons. Yes. When you like something... Other people can see it. So just be careful, please. Okay? 
When you go, oh, I like that picture. Yeah, we're all going to know, we that, all you know that you like it. Okay, I'm learning. I'm going <laughs> Yeah, so if you're liking uh, big booty hoes on Instagram or whatever, some girl with her voluptuous breasts. Just understand. Just know that everyone can now see that. And there's a lot of really salacious things, obviously, on Instagram. I don't need to tell you that, but. Nope. Barkley. Business purposes. Yeah, I get it. You're making, you know, you're going to make some extra bucks, right? They want you to post some stuff on the gram. Do he some did sponsored- okay there, though. He did all right. He did okay. Very funny. Uh, That's a terrible idea. Barkley on the gram. <laughs> Rock mornings with Brian and Gene Moore from Scott Robert Shaw in just a couple of minutes. Also, some Papa Roach. Visit rockmornings.com to get in touch with us. Rock mornings on 95.7 The Rock. Hello, and welcome to the lucky month of March, the third month on the Gregorian calendar and famous for St. Patrick's Day. But did you also know that March is March into Literacy Month, American Red Cross Month, Read an E-Book Month, Brain Injury Awareness Month, National Cheerleader Safety Month, Expanding Girls Horizons and Science and Engineering Month, Adopt a Recipe Guinea Pig Month, National Athletic Trainer Month, Berries and Cherries Month, National Caffeine Awareness Month, National Noodle Month, National Craft Month, Deep Vein Thrombosis Awareness Month, Credit Education Month, National On Hold Month, American Diabetes Alert Month, and Irish American Heritage Month. So, this March, read about Clara Barton on your iPad. That is, if you remember, after hitting your head when you were dropped by Becca from the top of a two-and-a-half pyramid, then give Becca a Bunsen burner and a guinea pig you saved from a Zumba instructor hopped up on a berry-flavored five-hour energy while making a macaroni necklace as you complain about how much your legs hurt, your fiber score, and the fact that you're still waiting on the phone to hear whether or not you have high blood sugar while doing shots of Jameson. You see, it's much more than just St. Patty's Day. Welcome to March. Oh, it's finally here. We, uh, of course, ran down our list of things to look forward to in the month of March yesterday while you were out, Shaw. And I, I guess I omitted that it's National Noodle Month, but I heard that in there. And you know me. Mm-hmm. I'm, all, some noodles. I'm all about them carbs, them carbs, no trouble. <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes. Welcome to March. It's finally here. Yeah, going to be a busy month, obviously. Obviously, St. Patty's Day coming up. Easter at the end of the month. Early Easter. Yeah, mm-hmm. spring is going to spring. Well, the, the time, time changes next weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, next, next Sunday. Next weekend. March Madness gets underway. The Selection Sunday is actually Woo! on St. Patty's Day. MLB season opener. They do play a couple of games in South Korea. Is it in Korea? Seoul, right? Seoul, Korea. Is that it? North to Korea. kick off the season. Is yeah, so there's like two games in Seoul, I think on the 20th and 21st. But I'm not counting those because they're not in America. Uh, and I think they're legitimate, like, regular season baseball games. But the actual season kickoff is on the 28th, and it's the Brewers. They start the entire cool. season off against the Mets. It's a 110 first pitch in, in, you know, in Eastern time zone. Obviously, here it'll be 12-10. But, yeah, they're the first game of the regular season in Major League Baseball. And uh, I'm excited about that. I can't wait. Lots of people excited for baseball. I'm always about that day because I get to, uh, you know, with the morning program, you get to leave work, you know, in time to go home and, Drink some beers, eat some hot dogs, and watch the watch entire baseball. Watch the entire game. So sounds like the two MLB games uh, of the series in Seoul will be March twentieth and twenty first. But there are some exhibition games on the seventeenth yeah. and eighteenth. Dodgers and uh, Padres. Speaking of baseball, did you see the Phillies? Yes, we're going to talk about that actually. Okay, I'll leave it to you then. I I, I had the story, and boy, oh boy, you know what you don't want to do is anger Philly fans, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not understand your fan base at all? Like, I I get it, right? Prices, you got to change. You want to make money. I understand all that. But, dude, what are you doing? Like, do you not? These people threw batteries right. and snowballs at, at, at Santa. They had to grease the light poles because they're idiots. They're climbing up there, jumping off them. They're nuts. 
The only fan base that may be more lunatics are the Bills fans <laughs> that jump through tables that right? are on fire. But, yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, dude, they're going to burn that stadium to the ground. Let's hope not. All right. We'll talk about that later on. Three-way now with Shaw in the newsroom. What else happening? Well, gas is now being sold for under $3 a gallon yeah. at a number of stations in our area. The Gas Buddy website finds a price of two eighty four at a couple of stations near Valley View Mall, with several yeah. others selling regular gas at two ninety four. Gas is a bit cheaper in the Eau Claire area, with a station in Whitehall selling gas for two sixty nine a gallon. Ooh. The lowest price in Wisconsin is two fifteen a gallon. That's all the way up in Sturgeon Bay. Around Wisconsin, AAA says the average pump price is three nineteen a gallon. It's Six cents cheaper in Minnesota and down to three oh five a gallon in Iowa. Wisconsin's governor is calling on state legislators to release $125 million aimed at reducing PFAS chemicals in groundwater. Families on French Island in La Crosse County have had to use bottled water for three years because PFAS were found in their own well water. Town of Campbell's supervisor, Lee Donahue, has been personally affected by the pollution problem. I must tell you, I have a huge garden in my backyard. I have a raspberry patch that's 12 feet wide and 100 feet long. And I don't eat them anymore. Donahue spoke in a news briefing in Campbell, where legislators Brad Paff and Jill Billings promoted new bills to help local governments clean up their tainted water supplies. Senator Paff says the state also needs to keep providing water to affected families. The legislation that the governor vetoed did not include uh, replacement water uh, for um, impacted residents. And that is something that uh, needed to be addressed needs to be addressed. The PFAS chemicals in French Island water have been traced to firefighting foam used for years at the La Crosse Airport. You're engaged. Now what? Area couples planning weddings in the near future can get lots of assistance this weekend at the annual Midwest Family Wedding World exhibition. It happens on Sunday at the La Crosse Center. Brittany Stiles of Z93 says one trend that is catching on is the decision to have all the important events on a wedding day happen at the same location. You know, they're doing the ceremony, their cocktail and dinner, and the reception all in one spot so that guests don't need to travel to too many different locations. So that I would say that's definitely a trend. Wedding World gives couples who are planning weddings a chance to meet with a variety of vendors and service companies to learn about what they offer and how much those services might cost. The Philadelphia Phillies have now scrapped their popular $1 hot dog nights for the season. Well, they've had this forever too, right? Dollar dog night? I think it's been like for a long, long time. A handful of dates throughout the season, yes. Right. It's and not every game. It's no, just, no, no. you know, a special and, offering. But And it was kind of designed to pump up attendance at a time when they weren't really drawing many fans. Well, that's changed now, and so is their promotion. They're dumping dollar dog nights because fans, as it turns out, weren't just eating the Frankfurters. They were chucking them in the stadium. The dogs soaring like cans of corn throughout the stands and onto the field. The demand for the discount dogs also led to clogged lanes on the concourse, and the cramped spaces led to some security and safety concerns. Again, so, you have evidence right in front of you that they throw things on the field, and right. now you're going to piss these people off by getting rid of the dollar hot dogs and doing a two for five bucks, which is still a pretty good deal. Uh, it is. So and it's, it's only at a couple of home games in April. It's not going to happen a lot. Well, and it's probably also only at a couple of the concession stands, right? It's not like everywhere in the ballpark. Yeah, I don't which know if they make a search for them. Or well, I think the Brewers do that, right? They have a dollar dog Buy one, offering. Buy one, kind of thing? No, the Brewers have like a dollar dog offering. Uh, it's like a kid's day, right? Yeah, so, it's like a weekday when they don't normally draw a lot of fans. And, but it's only at a couple of different places, right? I don't think you can go to every uh, single hot dog vendor and get them. Because like, there's so many concession stands in the entire building, right? You can't just do the dollar dog everywhere. So you got to send every. So then, it, of course, it gets bottlenecked. But boy, oh boy, they obviously don't understand their fans. These people are going to riot. These idiots in Philadelphia, mm, they'll bring their own hot dogs, probably. <laughs> oh, they're going to bring those. They're going to bring something. Yeah.
That's not going to end well, I don't think. <laughs> what do you do? I was watching some of the video last night of the tossing of the hot dogs. They were just flying everywhere. Oh, yeah. Of course. They'll throw anything there, man. Anything. Batteries, snowballs, hot dogs. They don't give a rat's ass. They're doing a Giannis jersey. Who, the Brewers? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, uh, they've got some pretty good nights uh, coming up in terms of their uh, all-fame giveaways that they've got at Miller Park. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Also uh, in the news this morning, Shaw, I don't know if you caught this, but your girl yeah. is in a new movie. Really? Liz Hurley. Get ready for this one. Okay. <laughs> There's a movie coming out called Strictly Confidential. Okay. It is written and directed by 21-year-old Damien Hurley. Her son. In the movie, Uh the writer and director, her 21-year-old son, Damien Hurley, writes and directs his mother to have a full-on lesbian episode with a much younger lady. Now, the movie looks like absolute trash. Right. I watched the trailer this morning, and I don't know why I bothered to go past that Liz Hurley lesbian scene because there's really no reason to watch it. it. I don't, I don't understand what the hell's going on. But Liz, by the way, 58 years old, and she's having a little lesbian tryst with someone who's probably in her 20s. Again, written and directed by her son. That's a little weird. Ma, yeah. you're not kissing her hot enough. Ma, hotter right. kissing here, like this on this page of Pornhub. Page 57 of Pornhub. This is the kind of This is what I want you to do. This is like what this, I had Ma. in mind when I wrote the scene for you. Ew. Dude, imagine not only writing that into your movie, but then directing it. Mm-hmm. No, Mom. Grow up her like this. There you go. Proper placement of the hand, Mother. Yeah. Does he call her Mom or does he call her Liz when well, he's directing Well, as if you're her, can you go, wow, this is really a piece of crap, son. You wrote a crappy movie. <laughs> or do you just but I'll star in it just to help you make a few yeah. bucks. Well, I think that's the deal, right? Look, Ma, I've got this idea. I want to make a movie. Can I get some help? Can you star in it? At least with you in the movie, maybe some people will come see it. And then you add in the whole son, mother, lesbian direction writing thing, and maybe more people will be intrigued because they're weirdos out there. But, yeah, Shaw, I don't know when it comes out. Is it actually coming to theaters or straight to DVD? I have no idea. It's called Strictly Confidential, but, yeah, Liz Hurley getting... Written into a movie by her son where she also gets directed by her son to have a little lesbian action there. In case that tickles your fancy. Mm, I think I'm good. No? <laughs> that wasn't exactly Not, how you, No. Yeah. When you start, it started out so strong. But, uh... <laughs> Machine gun jubblies? How did I miss those, baby? Perhaps next time you should try foreplay. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying some foreplay. I gotta say though, she looks amazing. Yeah, she, oh, mean, she sure does. Fifty-eight years old, beautiful. I could only I could only wish to look that good. Yeah, at that beautiful, age. beautiful, beautiful. More from Shaw coming up. List of interesting facts about the state of Minnesota on National Minnesota Day. We'll talk racing with Doc. We got bad news, happy music. If you need something, get in touch with us. Visit RockMornings.com. Rock Mornings, Monday to Friday, six to nine. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. That is crossfade and cold. Get to the Chili Peppers in just a bit. Weather-wise, this weekend going to be pretty nice throughout the Cooley region. Looking at 60s tomorrow, 
70s on Sunday. <clears throat> yeah. Rain, rain likely on Sunday, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, record uh, warmth continuing throughout the weekend. Got a text from Doc earlier. We'll hear from him uh, a bit later on for the racing report. That'll be at about 825. He wants to hear some static X. I'll try to get to that in a few minutes. Chad says, happy Friday, guys. Could I get some Pantera Cowboys from Hell to start my day off the right way? Please and thank you. I like that. Very, very gracious. The mm-hmm. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to get to both of those here in just a couple of minutes. If you want to get in touch with us, request a song, comment on something. Get in touch with us by visiting rockmornings.com. Rockmornings.com. What do you got going on this weekend? Wedding world. Oh, that's right. That so, sounds... So, so that's it. That sounds <laughs> terrible. Got to be there all day? What time do you got to get uh, both there? Both days. Both days. Oh, Christ. Both days. Both days. Both days, both days. Why do you do this? Why do you do any of this? It doesn't sound fun or rewarding at all. Come now. Stop. Ugh. Gross. People that are engaged or getting married in the region that want to come and meet with the... Uh, Wedding know, professionals. I get yeah, it. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I know what it's all about. Yes. I'm, I'm well, I've been here yes. for a minute. I know. Yes. No, thank you. <laughs> Did it once. Don't want to do it again. Also, don't want to work for two days straight. You know, the weekend is supposed to be your time with your family and to do activities. Uh, not this weekend. Oh, I think I'm going to vomit. Well, have fun not making any money this weekend. Thanks. Thank you. Working for free for the company. Thank you. How's that feel? That feel good? Uh, it feels great. <laughs> feel real good on Monday, too, right? <laughs> Next week won't be long at all. You're going to be bringing those pain patches in? Uh, <laughs> hey, when you get a second, can you put this on my back? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. More from Shaw coming up. Rock Mornings. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. Pantera by request for Chad. Help kick off your Friday morning. Love these stories. A veteran from World War II in Pennsylvania. Recently turned 103 years old. Guy's name is Ralph Perkner. Credits his longevity to? Uh, whiskey. Nope. You're going to tear up. The love of his life. Loves of his life. Credits his longevity to having daughters. My daughters. It's the ladies that make me stronger. It's overwhelming. Yeah. And surprising. And many other guys deserve it too. Oh man, he's got three daughters and he told a reporter they're always making him stronger. 103 years old, Ralph Perkner, World War II vet, Springfield, Pennsylvania. Navy lieutenant served in World War II and the Korean War. Father of five, doctor of optometry, retired at the age of ninety. By the way, oh my gosh, what? Well, you do these old salt of the earth guys. They I don't. Know, they just. They, they keep, keep going, working. man. Sunday of last week, uh, all his years of service recognized with a hero's welcome at his community. Uh, his Ugh. community escorting him through a flag line at Mission Barbecue in Springfield, Pennsylvania. Once inside, got a number of proclamations, cards, special gifts, awards, including one from the Korean American Association of Philadelphia. Family, loved ones all gathering around, singing happy birthday to their beloved Ralph. The secret to his 103 years, my daughters. It's the ladies that make me stronger. 
Ugh. That guy. Right? Ralph Perkner, American hero. Speaking of heroes, this one, you got to watch the video. When I say this girl's in a swamp, I mean she's in a swamp. Like out in the forest, in the water, gators, Florida, swamp, five-year-old autistic girl. <gasps> no. Yeah. This is in Florida. And the cops had on their body cams and all that stuff. They're using like a drone or a helicopter. And they're out there scouring the woods. She wandered away from her house, ends up in this swamp. Obviously, it could have ended way worse. For all intents and purposes, she seems to be okay. She's got her Crocs on. She's wading out into the water, though, in the bog, in the swamp. And they show up, and the guy's directing traffic, saying she should be right in front of you. And then they see her, and then they pull her out of the water, and she gets home safely to mom and dad. You were walking quite a bit, sweetheart. We were looking for you, sweetheart. Oh, my gosh. Thermal stuff is how they found her. Five-year-old autistic girl wandering away from home in Florida found in a swamp. I mean a swamp swamp. Yeah, you do mean in a... What are you doing in my swamp? Yeah, not like a pond, like a snow. No, not like in a park with a pond or what. I mean swamp, like bog where where the bodies are. You know what I mean? Where you go to dump a body. Unbelievable. Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office posting the video on Facebook showing the rescue took place Monday evening. They got a call to assist deputies in locating a five-year-old autistic child who had wandered away from home in Tampa. So they sent the aviation unit out. And in under an hour, our deputies were able to locate the girl who was found unharmed and then returned to her family. Yeah, they found her with thermal imaging equipment because it's well they got the video of them walking around and you can see the thermal you know they're the the deputies out there in the woods they're just they have no idea where she is and they're calling out to her and they you know she's not responding and then finally they see another thermal blip and they're like i think she's right over there Ugh. yeah the video is oh again could have ended way differently right in the fields gene Right in the fields. Coming up in a few, we're going to run down a list of interesting and quirky facts about the state of Minnesota. All right. It is National Minnesota Day. We'll do that with Scott Robert Shaw in just a bit. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. National Minnesota Day. What do you know about the state of Minnesota, Shaw? Uh, They actually have fewer lakes than Wisconsin does. They do. It's they, over there. They have more than 10,000 lakes, but they have less lakes than Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. They have a new flag, don't they, that everybody's angry about? Yeah, a new seal and a new flag. And They also invented water skiing. Yeah, I just went through Lake City over uh, yesterday, in fact. Lake City, uh, Minnesota, home of uh, water skiing. Ralph Samuelson of Lake City invented water skiing. Lake City, Minnesota, Shaw. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you very much. Nice little town. Obviously, we know about Prince and... We'll get to that in a bit. Some of the stuff that's been invented in the state of Minnesota includes scotch tape. 3M, yeah. The bunt pan. The bunt cakes. Roller blades. And the world's first practical pair of water skis. Again, all huh. invented in Minnesota. Yep, okay. Post-it notes born in Minnesota. Art Fry, a scientist at 3M. Invented the product when the developer of a tacky reusable adhesive, uh-huh. 3M scientist Dr. Spencer Silver, 
could not come up with an application for his invention. He said, hey, why don't we put some of that on the back of these little pieces of paper? And bam, post-it notes. Mm-hmm. Stick think, them on, take them off. I think he was related to Mira Sorvino, right? <laughs> Wasn't that their claim to fame in Romeo and Michelle? <laughs> Inventor of the post-it notes. Also invented in Minnesota, pizza rolls. No. Pizza rolls were created in Duluth Ooh. by Beatrice. All right, I'm going to mess this up real bad. Oja Kangas. O-J-A-K-A-N-G-A-S. Oja Kangas. She worked for food industry entrepreneur Gino Pellucci, who specialized in canned and frozen Chinese food and was looking for new uses for his egg roll wrapping machine. Hmm. For the commercial production, Pellucci used a co-extrusion process developed by Domeco using a Domeco extruder. Gino's began using the pizza rolls trademark in 1967, in 18, and then in 85, Pellucci sold Gino's to Pillsbury, which owned Totino's Pizza in 1993, and Gino's Pizza Rolls were then rebranded as Totino's Pizza Rolls in the 90s. I do like me some pizza rolls, Shaw. Can't go wrong. You got to wait, though, man. They'll burn, oh, like, burn your, burn your entire face off. <laughs> Mars Candy Bars, invented in Minnesota. Franklin Clarence Mars was an American business magnate, founded the food company Mars which makes mostly chocolate candy. Mm-hmm. Mars's son, Forrest Edward Mars, developed M&M's in the Mars Bar. Franklin Mars, born in Hancock, Minnesota. Huh, did not know that. There are more turkeys hatched in the Gopher State oh. than anywhere else in the country. I believe that. Minnesota produces around 40 million birds annually. So if I grab one by the neck and kill it by slamming it. Swinging around. It's probably from Minnesota. Won't miss it because there's, there's another 39 million and some odd <laughs> okay. turkeys there. Two Minnesotans have won the Nobel Prize for Literature. Okay, Shaw, you might know you one of these. You probably know one of these. Really? Mr. Bob Dylan. Your boy, Bob Dylan, of Hibbing, Minnesota, in 2016, and Sinclair Lewis of Sauk Center in 1930. Lewis's boyhood home is now a museum. Minnesota has one recreational boat per six people for a total of 909,528 boats, which is more than the population of South and North Dakota. That is a lot of of boats. More boats than people in South and North Dakota. Moly, 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 moly. Minnesota stocks its waters with 256,259,500 fish on an average per year. That's enough to give four out of five people in the USA a fish. Four out of five people could get a fish. You get a fish. You get a fish. Oprah style. Did you know that the first woman to ever vote in America voted in Minnesota? I did not. not. Me neither. First woman to vote under the 19th Amendment comes from South St. Paul, Minnesota. Women had been able to... This is so funny. To me, at least. Maybe not to you, Gene. Sorry. Uh, Women had been able to cast votes in a 1905 special election in the city of South St. Paul. Their votes were not counted, but they were recorded. (laughs) So it's some sort of honorary thing? It doesn't matter. Right. Thanks for coming. (laughs) Right. Wow. Here's a sticker. Here's a sticker. (laughs) I voted, but it didn't count. Uh, In that that special election in 1905, 46 women and 758 men voted. When word came on August 26th of 1920 that the 19th Amendment had been adopted and certified... Obviously giving women the right to vote. (laughs) South St. Paul quickly Uh, scheduled a special election for the very next morning on a water bond bill. 
And at 5.30 in the morning, 87 women voted. Margaret Newberg of South St. Paul voted at 6 a.m. in her precinct, generally credited as the first woman to vote under the 19th Amendment, Shaw. Did you know that? No, I did not. Again, they were recorded but not counted. Thanks for coming. (laughs) Awesome. Hockey fans can obviously pay a visit to the United States Hockey Hall of Fame Museum in Minnesota. And here's another interesting fact about Minnesota, Shaw, National Minnesota Day. Okay. This is one I didn't know. I'm sure people from Minnesota were like, you dummy. The 28th Virginia battle flag is a Confederate battle flag, stars and bars, that belonged to the 28th Virginia Infantry Regiment, captured by the 1st Minnesota Infantry Regiment at the Battle of Gettysburg. The flag was brought to Minnesota and exhibited at the state's capital for several years before passing into the permanent collection of the Minnesota Historical Society way back in 1896, where it has remained since. Hmm. Various groups in Virginia have requested that the flag be returned. <laughs> Minnesota goes, beginning, no, no, no. Flag. beginning at, we'll get to that, beginning as early as 1960. No, get out of here. And Minnesota has repeatedly declined to return it. Recently, Governor at the time, Jesse Ventura, said, why? I mean, we won. <laughs> Sounds like Jesse. Nah, 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 nah. We're keeping it. <laughs> interesting. There you go. Some interesting facts about the state of Minnesota. 32nd state in the Union, Shaw. Mm-hmm. They grow a lot of apples, and they do a lot of curling, and a lot of fishing. Boats. Mm-hmm. A lot of boats. Rock mornings. On air. Online. On the app. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. That is Foo Fighters with the glass. Shoot the glass. No? Yeah. Just me. Bruce Willis didn't have any shoes. I know. So they shot the glass and cut up his feet mm-hmm, real bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bucks over the Hornets last night, 111.99. That is their fourth in a row. Six out of their last eight. Look to make it five in a row tonight in Chicago against the Bulls. That's a 9 p.m. tip on ESPN. The unranked Wisconsin Badgers will be at home against number 13, Indiana. That game tomorrow at noon. Noon? Okay. What network is it on? Big Ten Network. Okay. Only three games left in the regular season for the Badgers. Caitlin Clark disclosing that she will enter. (laughs) Excuse me, the... 2024 WNBA draft, making the announcement on social media yesterday. I think that was expected. Could have played for a fifth season due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but opting to turn professional. One more game left in the regular season for her. Sunday. (laughs) What? Why are you laughing? What happened? The NFL Combine is this week. Oh, okay. And... College players come in, interviews, 40-yard yep, dash, yep. lift weights, that you know, workouts, all that crap. And occasionally you find out something about a college player that just blows your mind. And here's Tyler Owens. Texas Tech defensive back told media members yesterday mm-hmm. that he doesn't believe in space. Uh, like in like it like it does like in general like it doesn't bl- exist or he doesn't believe that planets and stars and ga- and galaxies exist. What he said? Qu- now some of this may just be for bleeps and giggles. 
Maybe just to get his name out there. I have no idea. He can't not. He said, quote, I don't believe in space. Video posted on Twitter by Bleacher Reports' Brent Sobleski. Tyler Owens continues by saying, quote, I'm real religious, so I think we're alone right now. I don't think there's other planets and other stuff like that. He now, has to be kidding, right? I think what he really truly means is that there's no life out there other than us, right? God created Earth, and that's it. It's humans, and there's nothing else out there. It's, you know, and... You can see the planets. I, <laughs> I mean, like, if you get them, you he, can see them. You can get a microscope and actually see it. I don't think there's other planets and other stuff like that. Other stuff like that? Like planets and star... What is... What? I, again, I... I, I, I I can understand where the basis for that comment comes from if he's real religious, right? Yes. God Earth, and heaven and, and that's it. And the and things and the days and the animals and the whole... I'm getting oh, it. yeah. Noah, the boat, the rain. Yeah. All that. I get it. But there is other stuff you out there. It's it. come. It's hit Earth. I mean, it's come down here. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Very interesting. Also, Tom Brady is the fastest man in the world. Well, whatever. At the age of 46, TB12 ran the 40 faster than he did when he was at the NFL. Was he at the combine, combine or something? 24 years ago, I ran a 5.28 40-yard dash. If we have some extra time, maybe we give the 40 one more shot. Let's see if we can level up. Let's go. That was fun. Next year, it's going to be faster. Oh, he's so good. Whatever. Tom Brady, faster than he was 24 years ago at the Combine. I am speed. The video of him running the 40 obviously has been joked about for many, many years on the Internet. The picture of him at the Combine without a shirt on where he's just kind of like this. Yes. Everybody mocks him for that one. And now here he is, all these years later, faster than he was. It's like a bolt of lightning. Could still go out there and zip it. Him and Tom Cruise, just weird. It's weird. Virgin blood, I think. It's weird. Bathing in virgin blood. I think there's something going on with that. I do. Back to the guy. What about the moon? I don't know, dude. You're going to have to Google him if you want to find out more about this guy. (laughs) His name is Tyler Owens. He's a defensive back for Texas Tech. Make any sense. And he doesn't believe in outer that space. That makes no sense. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. All I know is that Tom Brady's really fast. <laughs> they did a side by side too of the two of him from and him and him and he's him and him. How can you make Tom Brady better? You put two of them in the same video. Oh, mama. Oh boy. Getting steamy in here. Stop it. <laughs> Blackstone Cherry coming up. More of your rock mornings coming up in just a bit. Oh, you know who you are. You've been doing your daily action. Putting lots of overtime. You need some time off satisfaction. Just think how tough it's been. You've been putting out all that labor. If you use your wit, you can get out quick and do yourself a favor. Friday in effect, and you're pretty beat, I bet. It's been one tough week, you've hit your peak, and you've earned your paycheck. 
But now this week is over, and it's a little fun you're seeking. Your grin is wide, and I know why. Look out, here come the weekend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do. That weekend's gonna be a monster, y'all. Weekend's here, Shaw. Dune Part 2 in theaters. Getting great reviews, by the way. Is it really? Yeah. You know what else? Some people say it's the best science fiction movie ever made. You know what else is getting great reviews? The popcorn buckets. I don't get it. Google it. Dune 2 popcorn bucket. Oh, they have specialty containers? Yeah. Let's just say a lot of dudes are going to be having sex with popcorn buckets. Oh, okay. It's not a... It's not a box with a hole in it, is it? Is it kind of? Oh, right. <laughs> Shaw, maybe don't Google that on your computer. Yeah, I'm, I won't. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Let's well, just say there's going to be some experimentation. It looks like a sandworm. It looks like something. Mouth features some yeah tentacles. Tentacles that may or may not caress certain bo- parts of your body. You Shaw, put your hand down <laughs> in through the. <laughs> Through the tentacles, Shaw, to get to the popcorn is what you have to do. As soon as those hit the web, man, it's it was immediate. Buttery. You knew, buttery oh, yeah. And there's butter act as a lubricant, Shaw. That's oh, what the butter does. Okay. Makes things nice and greasy. <laughs> uh, so Dune Part 2, more sand, more effects. It's like three hours long, I think. It's very long. But that's in theaters this weekend. Bruce Dickinson, the guy from Iron Maiden, not yes. the super producer that yeah. needed more cowbell. Uh, he's got a uh, solo album, new solo album out called... The Mandrake Project. It's his seventh solo album for Bruce Dickinson. Okay. Well, you gotta, you just gotta. I mean, all that Iron Maiden stuff, all the solo stuff. I mean, flying, but it's like got dude, a lot of stuff going on up in. I'm just there. trying to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Ministry's got a new album out as well. Their 16th album called Hopium for the Masses. As far as television this weekend is concerned, mm-hmm. that Adam Sandler Spaceman movie is going to be on Netflix today. Mm-hmm. So Adam Sandler is an astronaut on a solitary six-month research mission at the edge of the solar system, meets a telepathic creature attracted to his emotional distress. And this is a serious film. It's not a comedy. Yeah, it's uh, similar to like Uncut Gems or one of his other more uh, serious roles. Yeah, he it, he's apparently having uh, struggling with his relationship with his wife, I believe, back on Earth. And so the alien or telepathic creature is attracted to that and... Adam Sandler and Spaceman on Netflix. Okay. Uh, over on Apple TV Plus today, the streaming premiere of Napoleon. This is the Joaquin Phoenix movie that was directed by Ridley Scott. That was in theaters a couple weeks ago, yeah. months ago. Uh, Saturday Night Live, Sydney Sweeney is the host or hostess, and Casey Musgraves will be the musical guest. American Idol returns on Sunday with more auditions. The Walking Dead, the Dead, uh, the Ones Who Live, continues on Sunday on AMC. And uh, most of the late-night shows are in repeats tonight, except for Jimmy Fallon, who's new with Dave Bautista and Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Isn't that Oscars? Oh, that's next, next weekend. Next weekend. Next Sunday, yeah, though. Ne- I got another week annual. to watch movies. Where are you, where are you up to? What, hey, you said uh, uh, Oppenheimer. You bar- Barbie, obviously. I want to see Maestro, and I'd like to see uh, American Fiction. I got to watch that uh, Stay Behind. What is that? Hold- holdovers. The Holdovers? Mm-hmm. And also the uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. You said you watched that, Shaw? No, I, we saw Oppenheimer. I have not okay. seen Killers of the Flower Moon. Gotcha. Also, The Anatomy of a Fall I wouldn't mind seeing before. Mm. Let's try to get him in. What do you got going on this weekend, Shaw? Are you going anywhere? Are you doing anything? No, we just got back from traveling, so right. we're going to hunker down. Well, hopefully you get outside because it looks well, like yes. the weather is going to be extremely yes, cooperative. Will. Obviously, Sunday we are expecting some rain. Is it going to be heavy? Is it just going to be kind of... Sunday? 
Uh, I don't see any rain in the forecast until Sunday night when there's a slight chance, only about a 30% chance, a better chance on Monday, about 50-50 shot. So we might stay dry during the day on Sunday? Yeah, it looks like we will, yeah. Awesome. What's going on in the real world? Well, not staying dry out on the West Coast. The most powerful Pacific storm of the season is forecast to bring up to 120 inches of snow into the Sierra Nevada by this weekend. And we got to get like a... Like the slides that they do at Lambeau? Yes. And shoot that down to Texas. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? They can like, use that, right? push it that way. Yeah. Blizzard conditions have forced people to take shelter. It's prompted at least one Lake Tahoe ski resort to close today. The storm began barreling into the region yesterday with the biggest effects expected to close major highways and trigger power outages today and into tomorrow. A blizzard warning through Sunday covers a 300 mile stretch from north of Lake Tahoe to south of Yosemite National Park. A man was arrested on the interstate near Eau Claire yesterday afternoon. 34-year-old Daniel O'Connell of Freeport, Illinois, was arrested after a traffic stop. O'Connell was initially pulled over for speeding, but was also charged with operating a motor vehicle while under the influence. And police say he had twin 9-month-olds, a 14-year-old and a 15-year-old, as passengers. Partridge in a pear tree? Yeah, he failed field sobriety tests and was arrested. The passengers were released to an adult family member. A fire in rural Trempolo County destroyed a building that was filled with antique vehicles. Uh. Crews were called around 4 a.m. yesterday to a fire at a two-story structure on Tracy Valley Road. Several agencies responded to that fire, including crews from Oliva, Strum, Pigeon Falls, and Osseo. The building was a complete loss, but no one was injured in the fire. The cause is still under investigation. Multiple burning bans are in place again today because of the high fire danger. The city and town of Onalaska have issued a burning ban with a fire danger level considered high throughout La Crosse County. The city of La Crosse has also adopted a burning ban. Burning any combustible materials outdoors is uh, for the time being prohibited. That includes the use of charcoal grills, fire pits, and fireworks. Iowa basketball star Caitlin Clark says she will leave the Hawkeyes after this season and enter the WNBA draft. Clark made the announcement yesterday. She's 18 points away from passing Pete Maravich for the all-time NCAA Division I record for men or women uh, in college basketball. She's expected to be the top pick in the WNBA draft, and the Indiana Fever, who have that first pick, uh, indicated on social media shortly after Clark's announcement that they intend to select her with their first pick. Yeah, you kind of have to, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Be pretty obvious. Is, uh, what is it, Angel Reese, right, down at LSU? LSU, yeah. Is she going into the draft, too? I believe so. I think this is right. her senior year. Okay. Yeah. yeah, she could maybe be a pick, a top pick. I mean, Caitlin. I'd be shocked if Caitlin Clark was not the number one overall. Oh, I would, I would be, too. But, I mean, you could also say Angel Reese is more a style that we're looking for uh, in a player. Sure. Hey, if you don't mind me asking, Shaw, did you buy those tickets at the beginning of the season? Did you get them recently when you went to see them in we, Minnesota? Uh, we bought them through the university, so we got them, you know, when they went on sale from a first party as opposed to the secondary market. How much did you pay? <laughs> do you really want to know? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay, I tell you what. We went to see them play uh, the Badgers in, yes. in Wisconsin. That was a $10 ticket. For real. And that was only a couple weeks ago, right? Uh, a month ago, a month and a half, yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. the season. These were 160 apiece. Ooh. Check out Sunday. Did you see about yes, Sunday? Yes, about $500 on average. As of a couple days ago, so I don't even know if the, I'm exactly right, but on StubHub, the cheapest seats for the Iowa, Which Ohio Which is resale, State. too, right? Not, yeah. not first. Yeah. Uh, for Sunday's matchup are $416. The most Ooh. expensive one, Shaw? Are you ready for, six for this? Six grand, I think. Six thousand five hundred thirty-five dollars. Yeah, that's courtside. Somebody will pay it to watch history. Oh yeah, history being made.
and her last game and uh, oh, I mean, there's yep. the tournaments and stuff. Uh, yeah. She can get the scoring record. College that game day is there. It's uh, uh, going to be a big day. Oh, it's going to be a massive production. That game's on Sunday at what time? Eleven thirty. And it's on. I don't Peacock? recall. Okay. I don't recall what channel right. it's on. All right. Or network. More from Scott Robert Shaw, including bad news, happy music. We'll talk racing with Doc as well. Rock mornings on your rock station. Rock mornings with Brian and Gene, ACDC, and Hell's Bells. Got a text from Dave. Hashtag space is fake. <laughs> Tyler Owens. Yeah. Texas Tech defensive back at yeah. the NFL Combine says, I don't believe in space. Get in touch with us by visiting rockmornings.com. Got a text from Charlie. said, hey, Brian, would you play some South Texas Death Ride for me this morning by chance? I'd greatly appreciate it. Chad sent in a link. Said, you mentioned the NFL Combine is this weekend. This is hilarious. It's uh, Chris Jones, defensive lineman, crashes out. Let me see here. Okay. Crashes out of NFL Combine 40-yard dash due to, oh, his wiener popped out. Was that this week? Here we go. I'm watching. He's running. He's a big guy. He's running, running. Really big. Then he falls down. Yeah. And then he, oh, he's slow to get up. And then he's got his hand over his, yep, oh, yeah. There it is. Say hello. (laughs) Did it pop out? (laughs) Say hello to that guy. Oh, here comes the slow-mo. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, did it ever. (laughs) He went down because it came out. It didn't come out because he went down. It was the other way around. Other way around. He went down because it was out. Yeah, I don't know. It came out and then he went down. Okay, this is eight years ago. Okay, Okay, gotcha. Thank you, Chad. (laughs) I think. Hey, you were asking the uh, Ohio-Iowa game on Sunday? Yeah, the uh, Caitlin Clark uh, final regular season game. Broadcast Fox and stream on the Fox Sports app if you want to watch it. All right. We'll talk racing with Doc in just a bit. Also, bad news, happy music coming up. Again, get in touch with us. Visit rockmornings.com. Rock Mornings, Monday to Friday, 6 to 9. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene, highly suspect little one. Good to see them on the stage at Rockfest last summer. They were good. Been a while. Happy birthday, Justin Bieber. It feels like the kid should be about 58. He's been around forever, but he's only 30. Your guy. Well, he became famous so young. When he was 11. Mm-hmm. Hanging out at Lake Nashonic out there in West Salem. A couple years ago, <laughs> yeah, he had his man. RV out there. And... People freaking out. It was like the time Keanu Reeves was in downtown. People were freaking out. I'm like, it's just a person. Not that big a deal. Uh, Napita, uh, Lep- Napita. Lapita Nwongo is 41. She plays Nakia in Black Panther. She was in 12 Years a Slave. She was obviously in Star Wars as well. But uh, she is lovely, and she's 41 years young. Mark Paul Gosler, 50 today. Zach Morris on Saved by the Bell. 50? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. NYPD Blue, Franklin and Bash, a bunch of other stuff. But to me, he'll always be the guy with the huge brick phone on Saved by the Bell. Very creepy Bond villain. In Skyfall, Javier Bardem is 55. She sent you off to me knowing you're not ready, knowing you will likely die. Mommy was very bad. Oh, he took his teeth out. Yeah. Yeah. Javier Bardem. Been in a lot of other stuff, but that one sits with you when he takes his teeth out. 
WWE Hall of Famer Booker T is 59. He's done a lot of things in his career. Most notably, he called Hulk Hogan the N-word. Live television. We want the gold, sucker! Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, Let that one slip. <laughs> the video is priceless. Living infamy. Uh, Robert James Afuso, who is the drummer for Skid Row, is 61. Ron Howard. Richie Cunningham on Happy Days. Before that, he, of course, was Opie. The Andy Griffith Show. He, now he directed a million films. Yeah. He directed Splash, Cocoon, Willow, Parenthood, Backdraft, Apollo 13, Ransom, A Beautiful Mind, The Da Vinci Code, Solo, A Star Wars Story, and a whole slew of others. Yes. Pretty good. Ron Howard, 70. His daughter, Bryce Dallas Howard, been in a bunch of films mm-hmm. as well. But always, he'll always be Richie Cunningham to me. Happy Days. Catherine Box, 70 years old today. She, of course, was the original Daisy Duke on Dukes of Hazard, Played by Jessica Simpson in the movie that came out a few years back with Stifler and Johnny Knoxville. Invented a whole new kind of shorts. Yes. The a Daisy wardrobe. Dukes. Yes. You never saw get in trouble with the law since the day that was born. Roger Daltrey of The Who is 80. 80. This guy born on this day in 1927, he died last year in 2023, Harry Belafonte. Banana Boat song. Harry Belafonte, born on this day in 1927, died last year in 2023. Also born on this day in 1947, dying in 2016, Alan Thicke, who played oh, yeah. the dad on Growing Pains. Show me that smile. Ooh, show me that smile. Also wrote the theme songs to Facts of Life and Different Strokes, father of Robin Thicke. That's true. The musician. The best is ready to begin. Ooh. Come on, Gene, sing it. Your TV dad. As long as we got each other. No. I know how much he meant to you. Oh, man. As a kid who also struggled (laughs) and didn't have a very nice dad, that was, yeah, he was a good dad. 152 years ago, uh, excuse me, 1872, Yellowstone became the uh, first national park in America. I'm going to go so bad. I missed out. We had a whole trip planned the year of COVID, and I haven't I been remember. able to recreate it. And now idiots are getting out of their cars and messing with buffalo and bison. Don't do that. And all sorts of other animals out there. Taking pictures by the hot springs. Even Pierce Brosnan, right? Wasn't that him? Well, you can take pictures. Oh, he got he? like, he went over the ropes, man. Oh, he was like, don't do that. Yeah, uncharted territory. Uh, on this day, 51 years ago, 1973. In theaters, two things happened on, on this day in 1973. In theaters, he had Charlotte's Web. I will not be going back to the bar. Not going back? What are you talking about? I'm done for, Wilbur. Gulp. In a while, I'll be dead. Dude, I'm a kid. I'm trying to watch an animated movie about a pig and a, and a spider. And they're friends, best friends. They killed Bambi's mom. <laughs> Nestor's mom dies in the what do you snow. Mean you're dying. Charlotte's what do you mean dying. Everybody's dying. 
What is it with these kids' movies? <laughs> Brutal. Killing off everybody. On the very same day, in music stores, Pink Floyd released their eighth album, Dark Side of the Moon. Featuring Money, Breathe, On the Run, Time, Us and Them, Brain Damage, Clips, Sync It Up with Wizard of Oz, right? That's the deal, Smoke a J. Do people say Smoke J's anymore? Do kids even know what a J is? It's short for joint. What? (laughs) Pink Floyd's eighth studio album, Dark Side of the Moon, in stores on this day. In 1973. One year later. Yeah. 1974, Rush dropped their self-titled debut album featuring Working Man. They did okay. I've heard heard of them before. Those guys from Canada. I've heard of them. They did all right for themselves. (laughs) 33 years ago today, 1991. Val Kilmer as Jim Morrison in the movie The Doors made its way into theaters. It was okay. I'm not a big fan of The Doors. I mean, music's okay. But, like, I don't. Well, the story's interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But there you go. Some birthdays and pop culture dates. Shaw coming up in a few. Doc going to join us later on for the racing report. Because it's Friday. And Bad news, happy music as well. Time to talk about that. A Friday edition of that. We'll get to all that and and then some in just a bit. Rock Mornings. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Hanging out in the newsroom this morning. Got bad news, happy music coming up later on. How's that looking? Oh, there's a guy that was upset the beer cooler was locked, so he and his pickup took matters into their own hands. Oh, used this truck, huh? All right. We'll get to that at about 840, 835, 840 or so. Right now, it's a uh, three-way with Shaw in the newsroom. What's going on? Uh, Governor Tony Evers has signed a bill raising the cost of deer hunting licenses for out-of-state residents. The measure raises the cost of the licenses by an additional 35 to $200. Yo! Yeah, Yo! Right. Damn! What? The DNR estimates the increase will generate an additional $543,000 a year for the state's fish and wildlife Make those account. fibs pay for it, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Well, Minnesotans, too, yeah. A shirtless candidate for United States Senate broke through the ice of a Madison Lake, hoping to pour cold water on any notion that he's a soft Californian and not a hardy Wisconsinite. And then in a video posted yesterday on Twitter, Republican Eric Hovde challenged his Democratic challenger, U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin, to take a cold plunge as well. Got about a half-inch layer of ice. It was hard to break through, but it's good to get out here for a good cold plunge. So the Dems and Senator Baldwin keep saying I'm not from Wisconsin, (laughs) which is a complete joke. All right, Senator Baldwin, why don't you get out here in this frozen lake and let's really see who's from Wisconsin. The multimillionaire Hovde is trying to combat attacks from Baldwin and Democrats that he's more Golden State than Dairy State. Hovde was born and raised in Wisconsin, but also owns a $7 million estate in Laguna Beach, California, as well as a California bank. Was it a polar plunge? No, he was just doing this for attention. It wasn't a Special Olympics polar plunge? No. Oh, okay. It sounded like he was kind of 
pushing out a grumper there. <laughs> I think it was, was quite a, chilly. There yeah. was some straining, and then there was a bloop. And I was like, are we sure that's him in the water, or is that something else going on there? Uh, hundreds of area veterans from as far back as World War II are now on a waiting list to take a Freedom Honor flight to Washington, D.C. to visit national monuments. And about 200 of those vets will get to go on a flight this year. The two local honor flights in 2024 are scheduled for May 4th and September 21st. The oldest veterans on the waiting list generally get top priority for seats. Over the past 15 years of the program, more than 2,600 vets from the area have taken that day trip to D.C and back. The peak wedding season may still be a few months away, but this is the time of year when couples do some serious shopping to prepare for their own celebrations in the next year or two. Dozens of wedding-related businesses will be represented on Sunday at the Midwest Family Wedding World inside the La Crosse Center. Z93's Brittany Stiles says although the event offers a lot more than wedding fashions, brides can get assistance in choosing a dress with the help of live models of different shapes and sizes. You walk in and you go to the, the woman that most looks like you, right? And you pick a dress off the rack and you say, would you please try this on for me? She tries it on for you, and then you can ask any other questions that you might have. The exhibitors will also include caterers, photographers, and entertainment companies. Wedding World takes place at the La Crosse Center between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. on Sunday. Sure does. <laughs> As you're well aware. As I'm well aware. If you're looking to get married soon or you've got somebody who just recently got engaged, this is kind of a fun thing. I think it's the oldest wedding show in the area, if it I'm is. not mistaken. Yeah. Is. Well, yes. yeah, you have pictures of Dick Record there with hair. Right. Yeah. Red, around beautiful hair. That's how you know it's old. Dick Record's of- got big, red, flowing, beautiful hair. Lots of fun updates, though, and changes along the way, Shaw, that have, you know, well, you gotta, mm-hmm. been trendy, cool, that fashion show and stuff, and meeting with vendors, and yeah, it should be good. What? His name is Aries. He's a three-year-old pit bull mix. Actually, her name, excuse me, her name is Aries. She's a three-year-old pit bull mix, and she found her way to Michigan's Houndstown Metro Detroit. After jumping out of her owner's car window following a crash. Oh, yeah, ran yeah, yeah. a mile yes. to her doggy daycare. I go here sometimes. Oh, man. For help after escaping the car crash. Yeah. A Detroit area woman sick with worry after her dogs got spooked and fled the scene of a car crash they were in together. The pit bull was just looking for some help from a familiar mm-hmm. place, though, Shaw. Smart dog. Melissa Fickle said her dog, dog. Aries, whom she adopted in 2020, has always struck her as a very smart dog. Aries learns tricks quickly, loves to visit the park. And on Saturday, Aries had the opportunity to show off her intelligence. Fickle and her dog headed to a local park when another car ran into her vehicle, although no one was injured. Just a minor damage to the vehicles. Aries was spooked by the incident. And what did Aries do? Jumped out of the car and took off. Took off running. Went right to the diggity dog, well, not the diggity but the doggy daycare. Daycare, yeah. And starts barking for help. Outside the window. I know this place. What's crazy is, though, that was over a mile away, Shaw. They get in this accident. She jumps immediately out of the car, right, Mm because it smashes into another car. And she's like, I'm out of here. And takes off and somehow from wherever she was knew where to go. It's amazing. And ended up at her daycare. Well, and then there's video and, and pictures from the security camera inside the lobby of the doggy daycare of her outside kind of jumping on the glass like, hey, let dude, me in, let me in. something's going on out here. Yeah, Aries, three-year-old pit bull mix. Thank you very much, Aries. Appreciate it. We'll get to bad news, happy know, music. So cool. I know. And we'll talk racing with Doc. We'll do that right after Bush. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. That is Bush on your Rock Mornings. Nowhere to go but everywhere. 
820-ish on Fridays. We're joined by the mid-pack legend, Mr. Technicality, Car 54, Billy Doc Niles, a.k.a. Captain Retirement, a.k.a. Hashtag Mr. Fister, a.k.a. Hashtag this guy. Happy, happy, uh, July. <laughs> happy 4th of July. Hashtag this guy. I'm kind of anal. Oh, he's kind of anal. Hashtag this guy. He's got it locked on the rock. He's listening to the doc. <laughs> Hashtag this guy. You're getting a thrill. By listening to Bill. Hashtag this guy. Gonna have to come from the back. Gonna have to come. <laughs> Hashtag this guy. Whoa, what am I touching here? Whoa, what are you touching there, Doc? Uh, I'm touching the rewind button so I can hear all these one more time because they are so funny. <laughs> we'll get to it again next Friday. Don't you worry. <laughs> Doc, where are you at? I am uh, sitting at the truck stop in Livingston. It's a little town right between... Um, Right between Platteville and Montfort on, uh, on Highway 80. All right. Uh, speaking of going backwards in time, uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway last weekend, the third closest finish in NASCAR history or Atlanta Motor Speedway history? Which one was it? Uh, NASCAR history. Man. Atlanta's had some close finishes, but, you know, not that close. I mean, it was, I mean, when the top three is .007 apart, that's an amazing finish. It takes you back to the early days, that very first Daytona 500 mm. when they had three of them going across the line, but you knew Kyle. Third... You knew Kyle Busch was going to make his move there, but he had no help behind him uh, when they were nearing the uh, the stripe. So he obviously fell short. But boy, boy, what a win for Suarez! Yeah, well, Suarez, you know, credit to him. He used the side draft to get up there alongside of Bush, and he had just enough right there at the line. I mean, you can't. Apparently, you can get it closer because it's only the third closest. But wow, what you know. Just an incredible finish. Congratulations to Suarez, man. That's a pretty cool win. <clears throat> Some uh, fallout from that weekend. If you saw it, you know, Joey Logano got penalized. He got he had to start in the back, which after that accident turned out to be not much of a penalty at all. What he does when they go in these uh, restrictor plate uh, tracks, these guys try and stick their hand out the window a little bit to keep some of the air deflected off the car. Well, he had a webbed glove to kind of help with that a little bit, kind of open his hand up a little bit. NASCAR got a hold of that bad boy and said, "Ah, uh-uh, ah, that's not in the safety regulations." So they put him to the back. They they gave him a stop and go penalty. Then on Tuesday they fined him ten thousand dollars for it. So mm-hmm. uh, it was it wasn't approved. So he's ten thousand dollars lighter in the uh, in the pocket. Uh, Ryan Priest and Noah Gregson's teams they went through inspection on, uh, before the race. Now NASCAR uh, these new Gen Seven cars they got a lot of single source parts. They got to come from one place. But there are a couple of things the teams can make within NASCAR specifications. When it comes to the Priest and Gregson cars, they uh, they had some roof deflectors with that they use on the uh, on the restrictor plate tracks, mm-hmm. and uh, they did meet specifications. They pulled them off, they measured them, decided they weren't in specs. They both got docked 35 points each for that. So uh, you know, one of them's actually sitting at minus points now because he just doesn't have enough. And the, la- the 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 big news this week is Dale Jr. is leaving NBC. To join Amazon Prime and, and Warner, Warner Brothers Discovery Sports, uh, he's expected right now to take the year off of NBC, but I think he might pop up. But next year he'll be he'll be showing up with Amazon Prime on on their five broadcasts and the Warner Brothers Discovery Sports team for their five broadcasts on TNT. So he's a little bit lighter schedule, gives him a little more time to do things like race that super late model he has, or uh, you know, or, or his podcast that he's got going on. This week they are at Las Vegas. It's one of the cookie cutters we talk about. Try to look like Charlotte and uh, and Atlanta. It's a mile and a half oval, twenty degree bankings. Qualifying record set by Kurt Busch when they repaved it at one hundred ninety six point three miles an hour in twenty sixteen. 
William Byron won this race last year. Kyle Larson won the race in the in the in the fall to get him into the final four of the chase. Fantasy experts they like Larson, Byron, and Bell. <clears throat> Excuse me. When I filled mine out last night, Truex, Hamlin, Logano, Bush, guys that are really good on these mile and a halfs when they're not restrictor plates. VegasInsider.com via the Bet MGM app brings us our odds this week plus four hundred for Larson, Byron, and Bell at nine hundred, Hamlin a thousand, Blaney eleven hundred. Bush, Reddick, and Truex at 1,200. I had a chance to talk with Red Cedar Speedway PR Director Brent Creaser this week. He is looking forward to the start of the season. Their first big event is coming up here in about three weeks. It's the annual preseason car show and their 2023 season awards presentation. Uh, we'll give you more details on that here in a couple of weeks when that comes up. Also, the Lacrosse Fairgrounds Speedway announced this week that the preseason tire sale and registration will be held Saturday, April 27th. For more information on, on where those are happening, check out the Speedway's website. Hey, a quick shout-out to my buddy Kevin Ramsell, the PR director for the ASA Midwest Tour. Just had eye surgery yesterday. I uh, hope, he, hope he's at home uh, recovering well. And Well, hey, if you had buddies like me, Diker, and Shorty, the beer man, you'd, you'd be accused of having bad eyesight, too, so you'd probably need it, uh, need it worked on. So, Kevin, get well soon, buddy. Doc's smoker calendar is blank this week. Nothing going on this week, but, man, if you look forward here, we're looking at three and four smokers each of the next five, six weeks. So uh, be ready to, to hit the smoker circuit. But to keep up to date on all the smokers, check out the Midwest Racing Smokers page on Facebook. And always remember during smoker season to get out and support a local short track team. Doc's Race Report has been brought to you by our friends at County Materials on Empire Street in Holman. That is this week's race report. DOC each and every Friday right around 820, 825. Joining us for the racing report. Thank you very much, Doc. Always a pleasure. Rock mornings. On air. <laughs> online. On the app. A Friday edition. What do we got? Well, these kids have grown by leaps and bounds. A brother and sister in Brooklyn who were both born on leap day four huh. years apart. are able to celebrate their unique birthday together this year for the first time. Parents, Dane and Lindsay Demchak, welcome their son, Omri, on February 29th of 2016. Little sister, Scout, was born exactly four years later, February 29th of 2020. This year, Omri and Scout are turning eight and four, respectively, and they're ecstatic to be celebrating their birthday on the actual date. Most years, the family celebrates the once-in-a-lifetime yeah. co- coincidence kids on separate days, one on February 28th, the other on March 1st. The Demchak's double leap year babies were extra surprising because neither child was was actually due on Leap Day. That's nuts. Yeah, what are the odds, right? I mean, come on. Better buy a lottery ticket. Mm -hmm. That is nuts. A group of teenagers walking to school stumbled upon a human arm at a park in Long Island, New York, and a dog later found a leg about a mile away. Cops were called to the scene when a parent of the students who found the arm called 911. The teens had spotted the person's left arm dumped in the bushes. A police dog searching another part of the large park found a human leg under some leaves about a mile from the first location. And later in the evening, a right arm was found as well. The school district said in a letter to parents that students at the nearby school were kept indoors for recess while the investigation was underway and that mental health resources would be provided to assist students. Police said it appeared the body parts had been dumped recently. Police did not share whether the body parts are believed to be of the same person. It's a bunch of random people parts <laughs> out there. Did the dog run out of the woods with a leg in his mouth? I don't know if it did Ooh, that or not, I... but the dog did alert them to the presence of So they of got the a leg. left arm, a right arm, and a leg. And a leg so far. And, and they don't gonna... know if a 
they're all from the same well, person. you got to believe, right? I, I mean, to remind you, Sally, <laughs> this is my weak arm. Oh. This is my weak arm, Sally. Oh. Oh. The leg bone's not connected to yeah, anything. Right. Nobody's got any bones. They're all in the park over there. <laughs> Uh, great teachers find new and creative ways to help kids learn. And sometimes really bad teachers do it too. A high school in Albuquerque, New Mexico <laughs> is dealing with a lawsuit after a chemistry teacher thought having actual sword fights was a good idea. She was doing a lesson on metal and melding and brought actual swords to class. One was a thin European-style rapier, the other a samurai sword. She had the students rearrange their desks into a fighting ring, started oh. a timer, and had kids battle it out for two doing? minutes each. How do you think that's a good idea? Yeah, like, what could go How? wrong, right? Well, How? predictably, a 16-year-old girl ended up with a serious gash on her right wrist, yes. sever- <laughs> severing multiple nerves and tendons, and she had to have surgery. According to the lawsuit, the teacher yelled, I'm in trouble, yeah. told everyone to delete footage from their phones, and nobody called 911 for 30 minutes. Dude, what? you're so stupid. You're yep. so dumb. How did you think that was going to work? She ended up getting fired, as yeah. you can imagine, and the family is uh, now filing a lawsuit seeking an undisclosed amount. Actually, doesn't feel right. A knife I brought to school. That's, mm-hmm. that's no. <laughs> you can't have a sword fight right? between students. What are you doing? Even if you're in like a Renaissance class, it doesn't matter. You can't, you can't do it, right? No. A reenactment class, you can't do it. You got. What are you? What? Uh, a Texas. You're better off filming OnlyFans content <laughs> in this day and age. You can't bring in swords. No. What are you doing? I mean, there's no weapons policies at no. schools. Come on. A Texas man is facing a handful of charges after police say he drove his truck into a convenience store in Texas because he was upset that their beer coolers were locked. It happened around 1.30 in the morning. Police responded to a convenience store. The the store closed, too? I believe the store itself was open, okay. but the beer coolers yeah. were yeah. locked because they, you know, they have limits as to when you can yeah, buy can't alcohol. Buy the suspect has been identified as a man named Abigail Velasquez Dominiquez. Bless you. Yeah. According to police in Laredo, Dominiquez was shopping in the store and got angry after noticing that the beer cooler inside the store was locked. The guy then punched the store clerk in the head, got into his pickup, and drove through the front of the store, leading to thousands of dollars in damages. When police got there, they found both Dominiquez and a passenger stuck inside the truck, and they had to pry them out. Stupid. I don't think he ever got his beer either after all that. Probably didn't get any beer. I mean, if you're stuck in the truck and the the coolers are locked. I drank beer with my friends. Mm -hmm. I liked beer. I still like beer. Wonder if he still likes beer. Yeah, I'm sure he could use one about now. A uh, man suffered a horrifying ordeal in Germany this week. Like what kind of horrifying? Oh no, no, no! I don't. Oh, when his pet dog oh. bit off his penis and ate it. What? Neighbors yeah. alerted the police uh, because of the dog's incessant barking coming from the man's home at around 2 in the morning. So, like, son of Sam, this dog's going off, and the neighbor finally calls the cops and is like, hey, look, dude, this dog's going crazy. I Somebody think, needs to come over. Yeah, I don't think we know exactly what happened, but when police got to the single-family home in Germany, first responders heard some pained groans coming from inside. Neither the man's penis or an instrument of the crime has been recovered from the scene so far, and the victim himself has been unable to provide much information due to his health. The most likely hypothesis is that the dog was the cause of the man's injuries. What? Should man's that be best correct? Friend. It would not be the first time such an incident has been reported. Back in 2012, a 61-year-old Austrian man was attacked by a loose dog, which also bit his genitals. Yeah, but this is a pet, not a loose dog. Right. Not some rando dog yeah, and like wild, dog? feral dog. This is his pet dog. 
Right. Yes. This, this other guy had been working on a bike when he was attacked. He was rushed to a hospital, and surgeons were able to save the man's genitals in that they case. They can't find this dude's wiener. No. So well, it's they in the know. stomach of the dog. They don't... Like, did the guy... We don't know if the guy tried to cut it off and then fed it to the dog. We, or if we the don't dog know that. We got we it, saw his opportunity, and then went for it. What? And the guy's, like, in a coma, right? They've put him in a coma, yeah, to try and oh. bring him back to health. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And Ugh. because we Ugh. can't leave on that note... Yeah, uh, let's, uh, let's cleanse the palate here shall, a little bit, yes. buddy, please. Uh, some drunk idiot was at a strip club in Port St. Lucie, Florida, Ooh. called Body Talk. And he wasn't tipping the strippers. Okay. So they confronted him about it. Yeah, you can't go. That's you can't, a problem. You got to tip. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah, they expect money. And apparently this guy was drawing a lot of attention to himself, bragging about how much money he makes. Was but, he sitting at Sniffer's Row and not tipping? Because you can sit in the back and enjoy a beverage and just kind of watch from afar. But if you're going up to the front, Shaw, uh, where the action is, you got to put dollar bills up. Yeah, there. I don't know where he was seated, but nonetheless, right. he didn't tip. He said, he did, despite the fact that he was filthy rich, he didn't want to, said there were no signs stating it was mandatory. So one of the women who works there picked up a stack of cash and slapped him upside the head with it. Oh. Her name is Victoria Jones. It's not clear if she's a stripper or works there in some other capacity. She told cops the guy had been insulting the strippers and claimed she just tossed the cash at him in a non-aggressive manner. Security footage, however, showed her hitting him with the cash and striking him with an open hand. She's now facing charges for misdemeanor battery. Let that be a lesson, gentlemen. Tip. Yeah, in any situation. Yeah. Especially at the strip club. Well, and then you're talking about how much money you make, like yeah, bragging about it. I'm in love with a stripper. She diamond, she rolling, she rolling. She diamond, that rolling. I'm in love with a stripper. She dreaming, she playing, she playing. I'm not going nowhere, girl, I'm playing. I'm in love with a stripper. She diamond, she rolling, she rolling. <laughs> uh, those are some dirty dollar bills, too, yeah. Sean. You might get something from them dollar bills. <laughs> I love stripper stories. They're always so fun. <laughs> Those are some hard-working ladies, and they deserve right. to be tipped. And then Again, you're sitting if there. You're, getting, if you're sitting you're, right at Snipper's Row, ba- yes. And bragging how you've much gotta, money you have, and then you're not right. tipping at all. You've got a tip you're if a you're jerk. sitting up there. You're a big jerk. Yeah. If you're sitting in the back at a table, whatever, blah, blah, I have minding money. your own business, blah, blah, blah. then okay, you don't have to tip her. But if you go up front, Shaw, and you're right up there where you can see all the nooks and crannies, you got to put a dollar up there. No stripper darts either. You can't be wrapping up those quarters. You need to really just... Do you know what a stripper dart is? I have no clue. All right, so you take a dollar bill, or a five, actually, probably dollar. You take that dollar bill, you lay it flat on the table. Okay. You take a quarter, and you put the quarter in the center of the dollar bill. All right. Are and you, then you kind of this And then you kind of fold it up, and you kind of twirl it so it looks almost like a jart. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you can fling it. You're not throwing it at her. You're throwing it towards the stage. On the stage. So okay. it lands, so it's got to wait I wouldn't recommend, It's easier to throw. You can I get would, more distance. I wouldn't recommend doing that. I'm just saying that that's an option. That's at some Some exists. places that maybe aren't of the best quality, those Do are acceptable that. forms of, of payment. Stripper darts. And other point. ones are not. Other places, that's not a form. And whatever you do, don't go to a strip club. Don't let your friends take you there if you're a bachelor. Don't do it. You get assaulted. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I've seen some stuff that I, I, I was shocked that somebody didn't get arrested. Assaulted by the strippers? Yes. It? This one poor guy. I swear to God, I couldn't believe it. The girl went all the way up to the top of the pole. The thing's like 50 feet up. And she came sliding down full speed and landed right on his his crotch. Ow. He, they got him in a chair, and he's sitting there, and then she comes out, wham! And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then they're taking their heels, and they're poking him through his underpants, and they're oh. ripping him off him. And I'm like, this doesn't look like fun at all. <laughs> Wasn't this a, was that a bachelor party? Yes, that's what I'm saying. If you're the bachelor and your friend's like, let's Lie. go. Don't go. Don't, and then you got a guy that orders mudslides, and it's just a whole other thing. <laughs> all right, that's just a me story? That's yeah, just a me story. Right. But it's a good one. Uh. Freaking mudslide, baby A. What a dink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, I've ne- I'll never get over that. I'll be on my deathbed and be like, baby A, mudslide, what are you doing? He also picked his mushrooms out of his food and put them on the side of the plate. And I said, what, you don't like mushrooms? He's like, no, I'm saving them for later. So he had Whoa, this like, it wasn't dude, he had this pasta dish and there was and, mushrooms in it. And, and he it, wanted him to eat And he had last. one of those bowl dishes, yeah. you know, where it's a bowl yeah. and there's like a rim. And he was picking all the mushrooms and I'm and like, what is And I'm rim? like, and my friend Brian, the guy who was getting married, he had warned me. He's like, dude, this kid's weird and blah, but we, you know, we like to make fun of him, so we keep him around. And and then he starts doing the mushroom thing, and I'm like, what are you doing? Do you not like mushrooms? You could ask for it without mushrooms. He's like, no, I'm just saving them for after. So he ate all the rest of the pasta and stuff, and then he just chowed he on them. Wanted his last flavor in his mouth <laughs> to be all the mushrooms that were sitting on the side <laughs> of his bowl. It's so weird. And then the mudslide thing at the strip club. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? I said I'm buying a round of beers. You're not getting a mudslide on me, all right? I'm not paying $40 for you to have a friggin' ice cream drink. Plus, they're looking at you weird. Look <laughs> and at there them was that. like, we went so early, there was no one there, so it was super extra double loud. I like a mudslide. Oh, God. You're a man ordering a mudslide at a strip club. Think at about like that. like 7 at night. What are you doing, bro? More of your rock Wait mornings up. coming up in just a bit. Got a text earlier from Doc. This was way early this morning. Wanted to hear some Static X push it. I didn't get a chance to get to that. Sorry, Doc. I still love you. Mm-hmm. And because of you, you a-hole, I've had so many people, like, ask what? me if I'm okay. I had a very emotional moment last Friday. I know he did. And for like two seconds, I got upset and sad. And then all of a sudden, everybody and their grandmothers asking me if I'm okay. Like even last night, Dana was like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. It was a whole week ago already. You're fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Are Jerk. you fine? Yeah. Stop are you okay? It. Listen, I get enough of that from my wife. You okay? You okay? You okay? Yeah. Stop asking me. I'm not going to be okay if you don't stop asking me. Then I'm going to get mad. Deb texted in, said, happy Friday. Would love to hear some Fallen Angel by Poison. If you get a chance. Ooh, that's good. Wish I had time. We got a, we got a, we got lots to do yet. So, uh, Charlie wanted to hear some South Texas death ride. Chad, <laughs> we were talking about the NFL combine. He sent in that video of Chris Jones from years ago at the combine with his wiener popping out. Eight years ago when it popped out and then he fell yeah. down. Dave texted in. We were talking about the, uh, again, the combine and the Texas Tech defensive back, Tyler Owens, who said that he doesn't think space is real. He doesn't, yeah. He's... Dave texted in and said, hashtag space is fake. Not saying that necessarily believe it, but whenever I talk to people that believe in either flat or young earth, religion is a key factor. Yeah, obviously the guy is very religious, very, believes yeah. in God and all yeah. that stuff in yeah. heaven and God heaven's up there in the, the sky and, you know, on top of the clouds probably and. All that stuff, all that imagery that, that, that is that, now debunked. He's not a fan of planets he, or stars. But he doesn't think planets and stars are a thing. So, 
Jim texted in and said, why are dogs smarter than most humans? We were talking about the pit bull that ran to its doggy daycare after it got into an accident with its owner, even though everybody was okay. The dog said, I got to go get some help. And I said, well, dogs are probably smarter than most humans because they have less stress and no bills. So they can really focus on. Uh, we had, I mean, that is a great story. And I love that story. But we just had a dog who ate a penis off of a, his owner, too, supposedly, in theory. Supposedly. I mean, he hasn't been accused in a court of law or anything. Hasn't been found guilty, but. J- Speaking of that, Jake texted in and said, it'll be a rude awakening when that guy comes out of the coma. Yeah. Yeah. Not only is he going to have no wiener. They're going to have to tell him his dog did it. He's going to have to tell him his dog did it. Or maybe his dog did it. <sighs> Can he get a public defender for the dog? Travis texted in and said, guys should have gotten a cat. Cats will just eat your eyes first. <laughs> yeah, again, as much as we love our animals, let's not forget they are animals. And given the chance and, a, and the, the right circumstances... If you die and your dog doesn't have food going in that dish every day and it can't get into the cupboards, you're getting eaten, bro. You are getting eaten by your animals. Whether you want to admit it or not, it's happening. Unless somebody comes over before they run out of food, you know what I mean? You, your, your wiener is going in that dog's mouth. Probably. They did it on the mountain there when they crashed the plane. I, those are people. People eating people. Uh, dogs are like, eh, whatever. Food. Food's food. They eat their own poop, all right? <laughs> You're not that far of a stone's throw away from that. Thanks for all the correspondence. Good to hear from you guys. We'll talk to you next week.